Welcome to Faith and Freedom, an audio feature produced by the Wagner Faith and Freedom Center located on the campus of Spring Harbor University. The Wagner Faith and Freedom Center serves as the nation's academic voice for faith, family, and freedom. And now here's your host for Faith and Freedom, Professor William Wagner. Welcome to Faith and Freedom, coming to you from the Spring Arbor University studios on the campus of Spring Arbor University. I'm your host, Professor William Wagner. Today we spend some time with music and the arts. The Bible tells us to let the word of Christ richly dwell within you with all wisdom and teaching, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. So God is creative and he made us in his image. In Ephesians we learn that we are his masterpiece created in Christ Jesus for good works. And in the Greek, the word masterpiece means a work of art. So folks, only we human beings made in the very image of God create music, for example. Only we human beings created in the image of God can appreciate its artistic magnificence. So for good or evil, music and the arts influence and inspires us. So our worldview or perspective through which we view the arts certainly does matter. Glory goes to God when we create something beautiful like a song or a a work of art. We honor God when we use musical gifts that he gives us. Creative works um, that we broken vessels create adds beauty to the world. And I believe that music gives our Lord pleasure. So music's all over the Bible. You know, again, because the arts are a key way that we humans influence and transfer our beliefs and values from one generation to the next, uh, the worldview or the perspective through which we see that art matters. God designed music for a particular purpose, and he's revealed in his word his purposes to us, both in the Old Testament and the New Testament. Indeed, the songs we find in the Old Testament show God places importance and high value on creative uh, expression through music. And what's the longest book in the Bible? It's the Bible's songbook, the Book of Psalms. Other poetic and song-focused books include the Song of Solomon, Ecclesiastes, and there's a lot more out there, too. In the New Testament, we find amazing song lyrics recorded in places like Revelation chapter 5 and 7 and chapter 15. Uh, Jesus and the disciples sing in, in the book of Matthew. The apostles are singing in the book of Acts. And then there's Mary's Magnificat and the angel's announcement in the book of Luke. So, you know, there is music all throughout the Bible. And God commands the church to communicate with each other with psalms and hymns and psalms from the Spirit. We're to sing and make music from the heart to the Lord, Ephesians says. So music was used in all kinds of way in the Bible. For example, it was used in feasts. Note the connection between music and the power of our Almighty God. Trumpets sounded when the walls of Jericho fell down. David played his harp to soothe Saul during attacks from the, from the devil. And so there's all kinds of descriptions of people singing in the Bible. Jesus and the disciples at the end of the, the Last Supper sang. We find that in Matthew chapter 26. Paul and Silas sang when they were in jail. Uh, And so, again, all throughout the Bible, we see biblical people singing. And and I tell you, you know, in the end of the time, in the end of days, uh, we're going to see, you know, 
144,000 people, Revelation says, will be singing. And so no, while no New Testament passage out there is instructing us on the kind of instrument we're supposed to play or not play, and while there's no particular kind or style of music that's commanded or forbidden by the Word of God, we do have a simple command. Sing to God with gratitude in our hearts. And so throughout the Bible, we get instructions to sing. uh, Colossians instructs, Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you with all wisdom and teaching, admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in our hearts to God. James instructs, Is anyone cheerful? He's to sing praises. Ephesians tells us to speak to one another in psalms and hymns, singing and making melody with your hearts to the Lord. Wow. Music is valuable and can honor God in a special way, can it? Music is a communication tool where we can communicate you know, to others, where we can bring the heart of Jesus to other people as well. Uh, and so the Bible teaches that you know, whether whatever we're doing, we're supposed to do it for the glory of God. And so certainly entertainment and music can be you know, done in such a way that doesn't glorify God. But when it does, it is out there and provides just, you know, a, another way of reaching uh, the lost. It, it's another way of out there to reach somebody who may just need some comfort. It's another way of out there of lifting somebody up, uh, your fellow human being up, and, and bringing the heart of Jesus to them in a very, very special way. So we don't need to necessarily see the, the music and the arts through a secular worldview when we've got this incredible Uh, worldview that God has given us uh, in the Bible that we can go to and see that, wow, we don't have to use and go to music that has a perspective that may even encourage the use of drugs or promiscuous sex or even some of that music out there even encourages people to kill other people. I mean, that, that's, that's the wrong, you know, worldview, and it's the worldview that, that the biblical worldview just in such an amazing, powerful way lovingly responds to. Uh, like all of God's gifts, even music and the arts can be used in the wrong way, but when used in the right way, it can be used in powerful, powerful ways to uh, reach the lost, reach the hurting, and to show love and honor and glory to our Lord. So Colossian teaches, whatever we do in word or deed, do all in the name of Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God for the Father through him. Uh, whether you're uh, sitting back and kicking back and relaxing, or whether you're having you know, some fun, and you know, you know, we can always do it in a way that strives to please our Lord and Savior. So uh, we can do it in ways that give thanks to God, uh, and we can have fun and enjoy it while we're doing it. Uh, Philippians in chapter 4 suggests that our music should encourage us to think and dwell on excellent and praiseworthy things. And you know what? That's exactly what happened recently uh, when the newsboys brought the heart of Jesus to Spring Arbor University as we celebrated 150 years of Christ-centered education. Uh, When we come back, we have an amazing Spring Arbor University student, Allison Teets. She was there, uh, and she has an amazing God story to tell. So stay with us. Uh, You won't want to miss it. Light gives us clarity. It illuminates possibilities, brightens our paths, and shines through our greatest gifts. At Spring Arbor University, we discover and grow our unique, God-given gifts within our community of learners. 
Our mission is to bring the light of Christ into our communities, our families, and into everything we do. Spring Arbor University, let your light shine. Learn more at arbor.edu. Welcome back to the show. More Christians than ever before are studying and working in music and the arts. Christians who are artists face the challenge of working in a way that brings the heart of Jesus to the culture. With us in the studio today, we have Allison Teed, one of the best and brightest students here at Spring Arbor University, and someone through her artistic calling brings the heart of Jesus to the culture. Welcome to the program. Hi, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you're doing here at Spring Arbor University. Yeah, so I'm Allison Teed. I'm a sophomore here at Spring Arbor. I am a Christian ministry and music double major, and I am on the track team. I, yeah, I do a lot of things. <laughs> wow. So are you like singing when you're sprinting at the same time? or <laughs> Maybe a little bit in my head. <laughs> no. uh, well, earlier in the program today, we looked at music and the arts through a biblical worldview lens. And mm-hmm. part of that study highlighted that music allows us to communicate and honor God. And it provides the opportunity to reach other people. So the newsboys, they were playing in concert here. And then something amazing happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were there. Oh, and, yeah. and you had the opportunity to honor God, actually, and reach other people with the gift of music. Could you tell us about that experience? You know, tell our listeners what happened. Yeah, it was it was crazy. So we were, uh, the newsboys were singing one of their older songs. It's originally a DC Talk song called Jesus Freak, and it's got a rap in it at least the first verse and I knew it and he asked if anyone knew it and I was like one of the few who raised their hands and so everyone around me kind of started pushing me up towards the stage and before (laughs) I knew it I was up there. (laughs) Well I got the impression that he was not used to somebody coming up on stage and then knocking it out of the park. (laughs) (laughs) No he was not. (laughs) I think normally when they did this it was kind of would be a joke and somebody would come up and and they would struggle (laughs) through and it'd be fun but what happened? Something different happened this time. Yeah. I grew up knowing that song. So my mom taught it to me, and we used to sing it together all the time. And so uh, I knew all of the words to his rap. <laughs> yeah. and, and, you know, I was there, too. Mm-hmm. And I, I tell you, the whole room erupted. And, <laughs> and all of a sudden, it became, at least to me, it became very clear that we weren't here being entertained. All of a sudden, it started feeling like worship. Mm-hmm. And... And a little bit later, they invited all of the students who were over kind of in a special part of the room. And they said, come on down. And the students came in front. Mm -hmm. You know, tell us what happened there, because I think that's that that, I think God showed up almost. (laughs) Yeah, it was really cool. So I didn't know what was happening. All of a sudden, everyone was kind of down front and we were all kind of in like a little pile together. But they started to sing some songs that like more people started to know and were able to sing along with. And just people started just praising Jesus and everyone was dancing together and they were just having a great time and they were like being like unashamed of their faith of Jesus. It felt like they just, everyone was one person all dancing and singing together. Yeah, I, I like the way you said all one person because there <laughs> were people there that were in their 80s and 90s mm-hmm. and there were people there, you know, in high school that were maybe <laughs> thinking about coming to Spring Arbor and then there were our students. Yeah. 
And, and you're right, it became all the body of Christ at one moment there. And yeah. um, I saw so many people with tears in their eyes, their hands raised oh, yes. <laughs> to, yes. to heaven. And it mm-hmm. was a, a powerful, amazing experience. And it was actually, I think, a good example of how music can be used to honor God and reach people with the gift of music at, yes. the, at the same time. So you know, thank you for having that courage to get up there. Um, <laughs> You seem to be unabashedly and unashamed to be a Christian person here. So Mm -hmm. how does your Christian identity influence the way that you approach music and and that calling that you seem to have? I've grown up only listening to Christian music. That's part of my background, and that's something that I'm actually kind of proud of and something that I really cherish that my mom instilled in us. And I think that that has influenced the way that I listen to music as well. Because part of Christian music is not just the sound of the music, but the words that the music is saying. And that's, I think, where music in Christian atmospheres is impactful because of the words. Well, do you ever find yourself communicating with God through music? Yeah. Worship is the way that I connect with God the most, and I feel his presence the most. So how influential do you think that music is in reaching other people around us? We saw it happen that night, yeah. but generally, what do, you, what do you think? I think that music is super impactful for other people. I mean, people are always listening to music. That's like something that they do. You always find people walking around with like AirPods in their ears or like different things. But just exposing people to Christian music is something that's newer to other people. They don't go out of their way to choose it. It's something that you have to put in front of them. But I think that that exposure is great. One of the things that the Spring Arbor uh, radio network does, they've got a number of radio stations. Mm -hmm. And one of the radio stations is, you know, all Christian music. Yeah. And, you know, whenever I kind of just need, I think, to find that center, that place, and, and I turn on I turn on the, the music that Spring Arbor plays. And mm-hmm. so I, I think that's a great ministry that the university, you know, has yeah. for, you know, for other folks. Because there certainly are conflicting influences out there. There's other kinds of music. And like you said, I think music can be powerful influence. It can be for good or for or sometimes, yeah. you know, for, for bad. And so I, I love it that that the Christian music can be part of that marketplace of idea where yeah. we have a choice to, <laughs> you know, to, to, to choose. What are the conflicting influences, do you think, on Christians that are entering or want to work in the arts generally or, or the music? Because there are so many things that are going on out in the world. Do you guys, do you, as a student, do you feel those influences or, do, or are we a bit insulated from it because we're at a Christian university, do you think? A little bit, yeah, definitely. I am a pretty, I would say I've been put in a little bit of a bubble to those kinds of things, just with how I've been raised. I haven't really been exposed to a lot of the outside culture with music and the arts and stuff, which it can be influential to to your calling and stuff and music. I don't really know if I have an answer for that one. Yeah. Well, I have a friend, for example, mm-hmm. who did super well on America's Idol and did mm-hmm. super well on uh, America's Voice. And, mm-hmm. and st- he's a strong Christian, but but he wasn't always mm-hmm. a strong Christian. Right. And it was the Lord that captured his heart. And when he shares his testimony around the world, mm-hmm. you know, be- while he performs, he, he he makes it clear that we've got some 
you know, that there, that there are kinds of influences in the world. And mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, they can be um, good ones and sometimes they can be bad ones. And yeah. I, think, I think the arts is no different than, you know, any other place in, mm-hmm. in that way. And I just really get excited when I see people like you <laughs> that, you know, are the positive voice in the culture yeah. and, and that are, you know, really excited to and unafraid to share your faith through your song or through your, through your calling. And that's, mm-hmm. th- that's something that I want to see happen in not just the arts, yeah. but everywhere. Can you imagine mm-hmm. if, if everybody got that excited about business and engineering <laughs> and, and it would be crazy. The world mm-hmm. would change, you know. Yeah. And so we've got a few minutes left. Is there something you'd like our listeners to know? I guess that uh, music is a very expressive thing. It's an emotion-based thing, especially worship. And so that unashamed view of worshiping God through your, like, with your emotions in worship is a very big key thing. And I think that everyone should have that experience. So. Oh, that's, that's just really exciting. And, and I'm, I'm glad that Spring Arbor University is providing mm-hmm. you know, a place for that yeah. to, to happen. And so I wish you the uh, very best in all your endeavors, whether you're, you know, yeah. uh, winning the race. You know, <laughs> you know, Paul says to yeah. you got to finish the race. Oh, and yes. and, and uh, I can I can just imagine, you know, next time I come out to watch you guys all uh, do your thing on the track. I'm going to just picture <laughs> you actually, you know, doing praise and worship in your mind as you're finishing the, the, <laughs> the, oh, the yes. finish line there. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, But uh, Allison, uh, thank you so much for taking some time and, and coming here and, and joining us on the Faith and Freedom program. Yeah. Wonderful insights from Allison. And now the final wrap. God gives us the gift of music and the ability to create it. In his word, we learn to use this gift to honor him and to share with others. One day in heaven, I look forward to singing praises to the King of Kings. Until then, here on earth, when we use this beautiful gift from God, we shine the light in the culture. So with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God, go out and shine some light in the darkness. Until next time, this is Professor William Wagner for Faith and Freedom, taking the heart of Jesus to the culture. God bless you.